Hello everyone and welcome back to Classic Grief Burrito. That spicy show with an oh-so-familiar flavour. Ew. I'm Harrison Wilde. And I'm Jordan Shenson. We've chased those spooky <laughs> spirits away, survived ghouls and fought aliens, and today it's time to talk about some games. We're going to be reviewing the brand new indie game Pumpkin Jack and why I could not finish it. And at the end of the show, we're going to tell you how you can win a free copy of Cyberpunk 2077. You going to do it? Sabotage? Sabotage! Yeah, you can't stand it! I know you planned it! <laughs> I was listening to these two words before. <laughs> oh, wow. I just, it's a band I've never really listened to massively. No, I haven't really. I just know that song, Sabotage, and it's great. It was a, I found a cover by Slipknot and Corn and a cover by Cancer Bats and I listened to them all like one after the other. It's really good. Packed, put them all together. Yeah, just like layered them. Sounded awful. <laughs> uh, I actually forgot to show you something. I uh, was putting together, you know, all the clips that we're going to use for promos. Yeah. And I'd separated them all out onto different tracks. And I'd soloed the one that I was editing on. And then I clicked unsolo by accident and pressed play. And it played every clip at once. <laughs> and it was the most chaotic, like, grief burrito <laughs> miasma I've ever experienced. <laughs> Please upload that yeah. somewhere. Should, but it, what's funny is you hear, like, and then you just hear, I can't read. And, like, you hear lines <laughs> stick out from, like, proper little catchphrases. It's really oh, that's funny. That's amazing. Uh, right, let's get into the episode. Hi everyone and thank you for joining us again as we revert back to our larval form of Grief Burrito. Our demons are now safely locked away until the next Spooky Burrito. And we had a pretty crazy month, didn't we, Jordan? It was crazy indeed. Crazy. It was a weird month. Mm. We had some amazing guests on and we released nine, count it, nine episodes. I thought it was ten. I counted nine on Spotify. Ten? But Is that including the live episode? Yes. It no, wasn't. maybe not. Yeah, because no. that was when, remember, because on the live stream, we were like 10 and then people commented it on the, <laughs> never mind. It was good anyway. If you haven't already, make sure to go give them a listen because they are some of my favorite episodes we've ever done. It's yeah. the, it the was great. really, really good fun. We have to say thank you to everyone who joined us and even had written in to like go through all the spooky, spectacular stuff. It was super exciting. And thank you for Outpost Con as well for doing our, our live our live stream. We were on the con for that one. Hopefully they'll have us back next year. And thank you especially to Adam and Nick from Bottom of the Stream, Winstall, Stu and Ryan from Shark Select, Ross from I Understood That Reference, Liana and Erica from the Night Guys podcast, and finally our special boy, Ross Cook. Specialist thank you. of boys. He's the specialist, spiciest of boys. Thank you for doing that all that That sounds like I'm insulting art. him. Sorry about that. It does, especially in a good way. He's special to our <laughs> hearts, our spicy hearts. You hold a piece of the burrito with you forever, henceforth, and you are a spicy pepper holder. And if you love listeners, want to see those animated intros that we released, they will be going up, continuing from now onto youtube.com forward slash grief burrito as we go forward. And we couldn't imagine the show being where it is now or if anywhere at all, if it wasn't nope. for all of you guys. Yeah, so thank amazing. you from the bottom of our burrito hearts. Thank you so much. So to ease ourselves out of the Halloween season, we've been playing the hit spectacle, Pumpkin Jack. Jack. Which we're going to be breaking down today. <laughs> wow. Uh, to find out if it's worth your time and or your money. And or. Before we do, by the way, we've got another comment on Podbean that said we swear too much. So we wanted to address this, see if she's listening. I was like, shit, do we swear too much? <laughs> First of all, like literally when I read it, I was shocked. I'm going to say we, is it me or you that swears more, do you think? 
I actually feel like it's me, and I'm really sorry about that. I don't know if it is, though. That's the thing, because, I mean, we both, like, I know that it's been a fair few occasions where I've just been like, fuck, and you're like, oh, <laughs> so I don't know, maybe it is, and then I was thinking, do we bleep it? Because, like, I did bleep stuff initially in the early episodes, but then if I say, <laughs> oh, shed, my name is Derek, and I bleep it with quacks of ducks, then you wouldn't know what I'd said before, because it was, oh, quack, my name is quack, so... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know whether I want to bleep it or not, but we'll see. We might have to replace specific swear words and put like a tally on. So it's like the yeah. quack is uh, fuck or something. Oh, so you become like accustomed to hearing the swear word yeah. and you sort of like learn he the association. Quack. He meant fuck. Let me check the charts and you go down. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. You got to print it out. <laughs> Keep it in your wallet. Brito themed chart swear card. Yeah. I think. For this episode, we're going to give a little bit of censorship a go uh, to yeah. get rid of some of our verbal seasoning. Yes. Uh, let us know what you think. But yeah, it depends how it goes. If it's too yeah. much work for us, it's not happening. Sorry. Yeah, we'll, we'll try and keep the swearing <laughs> as, as low as possible. We get excited. That's the thing. Now hit fucking subscribe and let's get into our brand new review segment. Thank <laughs> you, subscribe. <laughs> okay, so our new game review format. Jay Dizzle, would you like to give our listeners an elevator-style pitch of what the game is for this month? Yes. So Pumpkin Jack puts you in control of the lusciously, luxuriously lashed limbs of Jack. Ooh, that was so hard to say. It was delicious. I loved it. The world was all nice and chill, much like 2019. And then the devil decides it's too boring. <laughs> that is too real. You can't hit listeners <laughs> with that. He sends monsters to take over the world, but an insufferable wizard seeks to thwart his plans. Thus, Jack... The trickster extraordinaire is sent to take him out. Imagine Medieval 1 for the PlayStation mixed with a tiny bit of Banjo-Kazooie. Yep, I feel that. I feel that. Before that, Harrison, though, can you think of something we've not done in a while? Smiled, had a nice day. That is also too real. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. We have not done Guac. We have not, and I've missed doing Guac. I've actually missed doing your little contests. Hit me Aww. up. Hit me with a Guac. Hit you with a guac. I've actually written three today. Whoa, you are on I say fire. three. I've written, I've written two in a bit because the third one, I was like, I have no idea how to make a guac well, out of this. That doesn't count. You can't, that's, yeah. Fine. I've we, written two in a tiny bit today. Happy. You can't be like, I've got three kids. Uh, here's two of them. The other one's not been made yet. <laughs> the other one's it, half it doesn't baked. Count. He's still yeah. in the oven. <laughs> He's still in my nut. <laughs> <laughs> how do we, how do we sense the things like nut? <laughs> it's not too Nut's much. That's not a swear word. I mean, I, I unless I like I'm, I'm overdub busting it with... nuts. I'm busting. Ugh. I don't know because like, can you have stuff like chode? Is chode a swear word? No, chode's not a swear word. It's it can a be a, te- word. a term of endearment. Endearment. You're like, oh, hey, hey, oh, mate, I missed you. You chode. <laughs> For those of you who aren't aware, a chode is a penis that is, is wider than it is long. Yeah, like, like a digestive biscuit, like a tuna can. It's short, but it's thick. <laughs> you want game one or two? <laughs> I'm going to go for game two. Hit me with number You're two. You're going to go for game two? Okay. Yeah. A dismembered creature traipses its way through the inhospitable lands, murdering almost helpless beings that are obviously terrified of its incomprehensible presence. Despite its lack of limbs, the monster is able to beat the ever-living shit out of anything it comes across <laughs> and enslaves local wildlife to further its own plans. Ooh, that's... Wow, that's a good one. Hmm. My first thought was carrion. Is it carrion? It's not. Ah, so it's limbless and it takes over the other animals. Only one animal, but you know. I don't know. Have you got a clue? Can you give me a clue? 
there is a musical level that is filled with instruments. Oh, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. That's throwing me even more. Clue two is that he has a big blue frog, big blue frog-like friend who I'm sure is borderline simpleton. Is it Rayman? It is. Yeah. Yes. I see. <laughs> I, I thought Rayman when when you said the first part, and then I was like, I don't know of a creature that takes over things in Rayman. He beats the shit out of the uh, the mosquito, doesn't he? And then he's just like, you come with me. And it's oh, like, oh, yeah, the mosquito level. That was great. That might have to be one of the games we play on our classic list. We might have to do the original Rayman again. Yeah, we can do that. That would be, that would be cool. We have a winner. So what we're going to be doing is to describe our new format to you. Our first section is gameplay How's the tortilla? Because the tortilla section is judging the wrapping of the game. If a game holds together, the tone, the world, the visuals, and the sound. Does that sound good enough to you, Jamin? No. It's better than I'd be. I've worked days on this burrito <laughs> analogy for games. <laughs> Jordan, you had all week to tell me no, and yes. you're doing it now, live. While we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that sounds good to me, buddy. Yeah, I, I think it works well with our burrito ethos. 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 The, burri Here the, the burrito burrito incorporated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got a we, nice are, we are against anything that's seen as negative by anyone. We're exactly. for everything. We're for absolutely everything and everyone. Unless so someone the, questions us and we're like, uh. I know, mate, you are wrong. <laughs> Shit, I swore. <laughs> ah, damn it. Did it again. <laughs> okay, so the three sections that we're going to have is gameplay, how's the tortilla, mechanics, what's the filling, and then finally, the final special one is worth it, how hot is the sauce? And that is the section where we decide if it's worth your time and your money. Gameplay, how's the tortilla? So let's get into the first section. So I started the game on the Switch as I know that you'd be picking it up on the PC. Yep. Uh, it was great as a handheld. It was really nice. What did you think of it on Steam? Uh, I played it with well, 4K so. at 60 FPS. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm just bluffing all the way through this. Yeah. yeah so 4K, 60 FPS. Uh, it was good. So yeah, did you try it was a solid it? guess without? I'd be playing you... it on PC. I know, yeah. <laughs> Did you try it um, without keyboard, uh, with keyboard and mouse, or did you stick to just control? No, I never do. Like anything like The Witcher or Sekiro, anything that's third person like this, I always use a controller. Yeah. So it's mainly shooters. You'll use keyboard and mouse. Yeah, definitely. Shooters are just much easier when you can just point and click, opposed to like having to swing a stick around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like swinging a stick around. It's the best way I get through my games. It seems weird to me that this game can be played on a handheld. And it's just because I'm so used to handhelds being like old style, like Game Boy SPs, because that that was my classic, you know, the little clamshell yeah. Game Boy with a backlight. That's my my old style game, like handheld. Such a with, good console. I loved that. That was the best Game Boy, in my opinion. Once they brought in that light when you could click it, it was like, oh, the future is here. <laughs> like, it was so good. I mean, I had the, the original old chunky Game Boy as well when you could kill someone with it and break into a facility with it. But I think that having this on handheld, I was playing it sat at my desk of the day. So I was watching some stuff on YouTube and I was sat here, stood on my chair, as, as you know that I do. And I had my little switch and it was real nice. And being able to like lie in bed and play a nice 3D game that looked as good as it does was really good. And it, I know a lot of people said on YouTube that this game didn't look that good on a handheld, but I really don't know what they were talking about. I thought it looked really nice on the Switch. It's not a game that will be raved about for its, you know, 
amazing lifelike detail. It's quite no, stylized. Sty- yeah, it's a stylized graphic style. That's what. That's one of the reasons I liked it. Like, I think the visual storytelling for the world is absolutely beautiful. And we get like the storybook intro, don't we, at the start, which was the thing that you mentioned earlier, when it like yeah. runs through about the devil thinking the world was boring. So he just brings out demons or demons, as you wanted me to say in the funny way. <laughs> <laughs> demons. Demons. Yeah, and I think the the atmosphere was fucking dense as hell, and they used colours in each level for all the fog. I think that was really nice. Like you had the swamp was all like green fog emanating out, wasn't it? And you had some that was like purple going into the forest and reds. I thought it was really nice. So what, what about you? What did you think? I quite liked all the variations. So it does a lot of things that you've seen before in other games, but yeah. with its own kind of spin. Like nothing mm-hmm. feels out of place, which is a good something we'll touch back on. Everything yeah. feels like it should be where it is, which is nice. Yeah, you get a lot it's, of games. It's very cohesive. stuff in. Yeah, I know. exactly. That's yeah. a good word. Yes, it's a cohesive boy. Uh, I think like that is any something... kind of tortilla should be. Exactly. Uh, everything should fit in. You don't want anything tearing through that tortilla and spilling down your fine white shirt. You know, this is linen. This is expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that that is sort of a testament to it being a one-man dev team. And that's something we didn't actually mention. This game is made by one person. He coded it, he did the art, he did the sound design, he did everything himself other than porting it onto the Switch. And that was where someone else got involved with porting it. But it was again, that was only one other person who just did the port. So I think from him having complete control as like an artistic director as well as a producer, I think that helps so much with sort of honing the art design for it. Yeah. So, oh, I've got some, I've just remembered something. So in the demo, you get an axe, don't you? Yeah, you did actually, yeah. Yeah, you don't get an axe in this one. No. In the main release. You get a bunch of other stuff, but... Yeah, you get other weapons. There's there's one particular one that I felt, I don't know if it felt like it fitted exactly. It was still good, but I think, I don't know. I I liked the axe in the demo, to be honest. I think that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the sound design's really good in the levels. I think that it did a really good job of tying in the spooky atmosphere for each of the levels. So they all use like swung time signatures, strange music and sounds. It's all very like waltzy and they use uh, xylophones, like little plinky plonky sounds off out in the background, which was really nice. There's parts where the choir's like singing very much like in medieval. So that, that or, or like Fable actually, reminded me a lot of Fable. I'm not a sound design guy, to be honest. I, I completely zoned out for the music aspect. Really? You can take like, this. Do you not remember the music in Fable where it was like, oh, it was all like, it's no, a lot of I like only, vocal stuff. I only played Fable 2, which was pretty good. Oh, right. Yeah, Fable but, 2 was uh, great. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, music doesn't really, obviously I'd miss it if it wasn't there, mm-hmm. but I think it all just rolls into the game experience for me, especially the music aspect. I'm not a very well, I mean, musical person. I think that, again, is a testament to it, though, because I think that means that the sound design was that good that it blends in with the rest of the world. Like, a lot of the time, there's things like sound effects that only stand out because they don't fit. Like, we mentioned about the picking up the the health, um, like, when you smash objects and get health back. That was the one sound that I didn't think fit exactly. Yeah, definitely. It's a very nice way of you changing something which is me being awful at sound design it's yeah. like no it's just good because it it yeah. <laughs> mixed in not me being terrible yeah exactly i'm all about rubbing up your ego man that's why i'm here 
<laughs> oh, please carry on. <laughs> Baby. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there was a lot of nice sound effects that with, um, like I said, the xylophone and stuff, there was parts where the choir music in the background sort of like dipped out to a silence and then just one little xylophone thing went, dink. And I was like, oh, that was nice. It just like ended the bar <laughs> and the music with this little tiny dink. I did say about the, the only gripe I had was the, the health sound, which I found was almost a little bit digital for the rest of it. I don't, I was trying to think of what sound would fit better. And then I was like a pumpkin squelch sound, but then that would be gross and you'd be hearing it all the time. So maybe the developer went through the same problem of going through all these different sounds and couldn't find what he wanted. I don't, but that, that's me, you know, guessing really. Possibly, yeah. I did feel a little bit disappointed with the constant reuse of some of the sounds, though. You know, instead of having like a few variations on it. So there's yeah, a bit yeah. where wherever you go to, like the the potions or like the cauldrons that have like your health potion in it. Yeah, uh, it, it's always the same sound, which isn't a big deal at all. But that feels like a problem we shouldn't really have nowadays with how big games yeah. can be. Mm -hmm. Having two or three rotating audio samples. Just yeah. it adds that little bit of variety and it doesn't take that much. Yeah, a lot of the time what game developers will do is they use a um, a variable on the sound and what it'll be is it's actually changed in code. So it's not that they have to make three separate sounds and upload them. They have one sound that is then raised and pitched randomly just so it... Yeah. Like the footsteps in Dark Souls, like it just... It changes it ever so slightly just so it sounds different, but it's actually the yeah, same sound. Yeah, just to add it. a little bit of randomness to it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think of the dialogue? I, I liked it that it was quite like snarky, like in the 90s, like what you saw in games from Rare. So like in Donkey Kong um, 64 and Banjo-Kazooie and um, what's the other one? Uh, Conker's Fur Day. Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yeah, it yeah. felt reminiscent of that, in my opinion. There was there was a lot of fourth wall breaking, which I really didn't expect. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, it's a plot device. And I was like, ha ha, nice. <laughs> nice, I got that. <laughs> that was nice. aimed at me. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm aware of what a plot is. Yeah. I think. Ooh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was all right. I, I enjoyed it. I liked... I'm genuinely impressed they managed to get Jack to come across as naturally like abrasive and somewhat scary character. Yeah, he instead was of quite just like scary. a massive edge lord. Yeah, that, yeah. that is, it's such a difficult line to tread it because is. he's just like, look, bird, I am gonna just make you into a pie if you're not careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas if if he said it in a different way then it'd just be like, oh, he oh, thinks he's really hard. <laughs> Jack over here talking it big. <laughs> talking yeah, no. it big. He's not even got limbs. He ain't got oh, limbs. Freak. He ain't even got lips. He <laughs> <laughs> ain't even got a fucking head. Oh, I swore. Damn it. Every time I swear now, I'm just giving myself more work to edit. <laughs> I've realized that it's not me that swears that much. Yeah, 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 I know. That's what I mean. It's me. Mine are it usually much more me. offensive, though. I use mine as like, a verbal assault whereas yeah, yours yeah. are seasoning <laughs> yeah mine's just to like help with the uh the excitement on the top of what i'm saying that wouldn't usually mean anything without the swearing uh, <laughs> i i was surprised by one of the jokes that i've written here in the notes that when you find the mushrooms in the thingy level when you activate the mushroom which makes a platform you like making platforms over swampy water listeners if you haven't played it or seen it it says take shrooms yeah and I was like, oh, how did they get that past Nintendo? Because like Nintendo are notorious for like uh, adult I, content. 
I think that isn't actually a joke. I think that's a localization thing because I think the developer, I don't think he's English, is he? Or American? Uh, no, I think he's from Europe somewhere. I don't, I think take shrooms is either quite a, a bad joke because you don't take them, you hit them. Yeah. I yeah. think it might be a localization problem. I'm not sure. I think it was very intentional just because of the, the abbreviation to shroom. Like that's known as in magic mushrooms there people call those shrooms you know it's not like yeah yeah you're not, I, I making, felt like, you're not making a beef well into are you saying just chuck the no, shrooms no. in chuck a couple of shrooms in this cream of shroom soup yeah you don't you don't say it no you don't <laughs> just going down tesco for some shrooms <laughs> chanterelles no no there's ken ken lives around the back in the woods he's got some great shrooms ken yeah, lives um, in the loading dock yeah exactly. yeah <laughs> he rolls out from underneath the trucks and just like deals shrooms <laughs> you're out lad all right, lad, I've got some shrooms there, mate. Anyway, so what did you think about the level progression? I, I quite liked it. I thought they were paced pretty well. Uh, I like the change of environments from when you go from like, the pumpkin patch plains through to the forest and the swamp uh, to where my playthrough finally ended, which was Skeletown, which I think is very well named. What did you think of that? And well, we've already spoke about Jack as a character. So what did you think of the uh, the levels themselves? It's well done how they use it as like a story of progression, like Jack's going on this big journey. If it was just yeah. like one long path and you got to cut through all these different places, I wouldn't be too sure. But because it does have that little cut in between each place, it's like I was actually like crusading across. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it worked is. quite well. I've got a weird question for you. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that the bird was oddly sexual? No. Because... I <laughs> Like it had so it looks like it's from someone's deviant art. Yeah. Did it? Like the art style if when it comes right, you get a bird like um help. Yeah, bead so it's the, a crow. Yeah. Crow, yeah. You press the left bumper and it does like a ranged attack. So it flies towards the a thing. And it flies away. It. No, it's when it comes up as a dialogue thing, because it's scared of everything, basically. Yeah. So it's Jack's companion. Wait, no, that came out wrong. It's Jack's <laughs> Uh, helper, helper. I wasn't so, going to help you there. I was just letting you suffer. <laughs> thank you. So I'm getting a picture up now to show Harrison. Yeah, but, so I'm this will be in the Discord. If anyone wants to join the Discord, find the link in the chat underneath this episode on Twitter, Facebook, and wherever else we share this. Yeah. So in its like little dialogue thing, when it comes up on the screen talking to you, th this bit can be cut, just so you understand what I'm talking about with it. It's It's like got... It's almost has been hotel-like in the way you, that... Yeah. It, I, it I, just seems like... I think it's chest's out a little bit as well. Like, it's got ruffled feathers up it's here. It's got a, a puffy chest, I'm just, yeah. I'm just like, why is it... It just seems oddly sexual. I think I know what you mean. It looks like it's from a deviant art. Like, yeah, okay. Jack looks normal. The mm -hmm. owl looks normal. Why does, like, the crow have these, like, fuck me eyes? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> People like that. People like personified animals, don't they, at the moment? So maybe it was That's an intentional fine. thing. Yeah, I don't know. I just It was difficult to play with a raging semi. I know. Uh, it's just too hard to concentrate <laughs> after all this, you know? No, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I think I know what you mean. I, I think It just seemed not. like a, weird, a bit out of... <laughs> I know what you mean. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. It no. just seems a, it seemed a bit out of place. I don't know why. It just didn't quite match the art style. 
I actually was surprised by those little art style things that came up because I don't think they were in the uh, beta that we played. I can't remember, to be honest. No, I think it was just a dialogue box, maybe. Anyway, I, I liked it. It was like an extra thing that I thought was cool. Like, an, you know, I, I liked the way the dialogue was put forward. And then again, like I said, I liked how they were all kind of snarky. It, it kind of made mm. them feel at home in the world that was kind of shit and broken. Yes, exactly. Like they were all a bit sick of it, you know? So let's get into the second section. The mechanic. What's the feeling? What works well? So the first thing that I would say nice about the game... There. Thank you. Uh, there's nothing groundbreaking in new mechanics. There's nothing, you know, you're not going to get anything that you've not really seen before in other games. If it but ain't broke, don't fix exactly, it. Exactly, Jordan. It, it, what it does, it does really well. You know, I enjoyed everything you can do in the game. What did you think of the combat? Because I, I thought it was pretty tight, pretty snappy. I wasn't sure if I was going to like the auto lock on when I played the beta. I, I, I don't know. I like a lot of control over the game. Like, uh, I like to struggle like Dark Souls. Like, I, you know, if I fuck up, I want to be able to fuck up and be like, well, I'm a dick, you know? <laughs> oh, shit. I did it again. That's going to that's gonna have four crow cores there. Yeah. That's what the, um, the core that the crow does out of Pumpkin Jack. I want that to be the thing for this yeah, episode. Yeah. So every episode we have a different, like, a different if we did a SpongeBob thingy. one, it'd be like uh, the SpongeBob laugh. laugh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that sounds like someone getting murdered. It does that sound bit, like SpongeBob yeah. Harrison. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not too good with SpongeBob voices. I can't do Mr. Krabs with like, egg, 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 egg. but I can't do anything it could else. Be that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or the just... combat was fine. I didn't even notice the lock on. I, I, I just thought I it was like yeah. just push a direction. Yeah. But mm. it worked all right. I think my only gripe with yeah. that is that some of the weapons were basically useless. Like, there was no reason to use certain ones. Like, you get a scythe mm -hmm. later on. So there's... Yeah, I saw a picture of a scythe, and I was like, I didn't yeah. get that. That looks well yeah, good. Yeah, you get it You get it later on. You get By the end of the game, you have six weapons. Oh, dear. Oh, I thought it was going to be limited yeah. to four, because the circle was full at four. Yeah, and I was like, it expands. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh... So it's... I'll, I'll move very quickly onto this, and we'll go backwards. So there's, yeah. there's like, almost an illusion of choice. So throughout the game, you end up with a shovel, a spear, a sword a shotgun, a scythe, and a spell which summons loads of crows. Cool. But so, like this, the uh, scythe and the spell, they don't have combos, really. They kind of do, okay. but you've got to dodge then attack and stuff like that. It right. just, they don't feel great. There's no real place for them, if that Is makes sense. Is the scythe sense. really powerful? Not really, no. It's just like you can do like one attack and then that's it. And then you've got to dodge and do other stuff. You can always just right. dodge and attack because they have different dedicated attacks based on that or when you double jump and do an AOE, where the yeah. AOEs are stupidly strong. They are. They're really cool though. I did the quite, I like the sword, sword and one. the shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. But it's like, yeah. it, it didn't feel like there was a point to use any other weapon. Like you could probably play through the game with without choosing different weapons. Yeah, but, it felt to me that once you got the next weapon, there was no reason to go back and use the other ones. I reckon, you correct me if I'm wrong when you go back to play this, but I mm -hmm. reckon you'll stick with the shotgun and the sword. I was doing. So that was where I got up to. You're going to stick with them. That, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I mean, but I, I, but I liked I them. Like, they, them. They felt powerful and, you know, the, the combat was good. Like I said, I didn't think I was going to like the auto lock on, but I did and it made you it made it quite fast the way you were playing. You were like, roll and shoot, roll and shoot, roll and... and especially yeah. the, um, 
the the rolling attack with the shotgun where you like plant yourself and it goes, duh, 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 duh. I was like oh that was cool yeah and I was and at first I was like how did I do that like I don't know what I did and then I realized that it was from the roll but yeah it was, it was great I I did enjoy the combat quite a lot actually I did really choose did. a couple of different weapons to use just occasionally just to spice it up a little bit yeah because the combat is quite simple but it does yeah. work really well it's it's simple in the way that it's not boring it's it's yeah. enjoyable enough. It, it, you make your own challenge with it, basically. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that, that was what was cool. Like, I did find myself going back to the sword sometimes just to sort of mix it up a bit when I was like, okay, I'm using the shotgun a lot here. I'd like to see how... I suppose this was from, like, a game designer. I, I was like, oh, well, I want to see how the sword affects these enemies at this part to see what challenge it then creates. Yeah. You know, if you're in like a group of enemies or the part when you're on the boat with the boatman, which was, that was pretty cool. But I, I died a few times on that, actually. I did struggle from some areas, which I'll get into in a moment. I don't I, think I died in any form of combat. No, I didn't die in any combat. I only died. Actually, let's let's talk about this now. Yeah. Uh, platforming. Yes. Now... I struggled a lot with platforming. Mainly, I didn't know if it was because of the Switch controls. I, and I'd like to see maybe what your thoughts are on using the Xbox control. But I found that when I jumped in the air, my turning speed seemed to rapidly reduce in acceleration. So I once I was in the air, I couldn't really do, move properly. And on a platformer, you kind of need more mobility in the air. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I I don't think I struggled massively with it. The only things that I really struggled with death-wise yeah. were the little areas like the minecart and the horse. There's, I died on the second like horse part, but I never died in any minecart things. So I think it was just like I misjudged something very slightly because of a camera angle. That and happened to me with the horse, yeah. I was yeah. like a millisecond off and it killed me outright. And I was like, right, that's... That was my first death in the game. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of a kick in the balls. Did you think it was going to be like, like a was, no no death run? I, well, I didn't think about it because I'd not seen... When you die, it's just like, oh, the, the amazing Jack has died once or like yeah. you can't make an omelette without cracking a few eggs, like yeah. cracking two eggs and stuff like that. So it goes up every time you die. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was a nice little like I, taking the piss here. out of you when you die. But it was like 11 deaths or something like that I got through the game mm. with. And that they were... All of them bar one, sorry. So one of the bosses, I died to one of the bosses because something didn't load visually correctly. So I oh, couldn't right, okay. see something on the ground. So right. I was like, oh, that's kind of, eh. But, you know, I could have avoided it if I was just paying mm -hmm. more attention. Okay. But it's very easy to autopilot. But yeah, the, the only times I died were during insta-death moments. Yeah, there was a few, like, touching water like when you fall in water, killed yeah. me a few times. And there was a couple of times when the water was very shallow and I was like, that shouldn't have fucking killed me. And there was like, there was one time where I got quite annoyed with the platforming section with that and I ended up turning it off. I was like, okay, that's kind of annoyed me a bit just because I can't maneuver. And I ended up having to turn... I've got a recommendation for anyone playing this and after me doing it, I found that other people did the same. I turned the camera speed all the way up. And on watching a review yesterday of it, you know, like the turn speed of the camera, the acceleration. Yeah. I found other people on YouTube on videos because I wanted to see at least what the end of the game was like or further than I I could get to after what happened to me. And they said they did the same. They had to turn it all the way up just to turn 
fast enough. But it was fa- once it was turned all the way up, it was fine. But the platforming was still difficult. So I hope that's maybe they that- need similar with the new Crash Bandicoot, where there's like instead of a shadow, you've got like the little thing underneath you that shows you exactly where you're going to land. Yeah, maybe that might help. But yeah, platforming wasn't too bad. I don't think. Like I had moments where I'd overshot and managed to turn back. Which oh, was see, I couldn't. Good. I couldn't do that. It was like once Just you were committed, you were kind of strats, you know. Yeah. Well, I think may- maybe it was from the switch. Then maybe it was the switch controller it, that was the maybe issue. Maybe it could be. Yeah. I, I didn't. I expected the platforming to be much worse than it was. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. Like a lot of it, I really did enjoy. Like it was very vertical. Like I loved climbing up all the sections, and I liked yeah. the bit where you're going up on the minecarts. I thought that was really. You know, there's a level where you've got to run up uh, the up the dynamite tracks that are running yes. is it over the it might be over the swamp or the one before it i thought that was really cool and there was times where i'd you know because you can double jump so i could recover but i found that every time i went off course if i didn't have the double jump i would be dead straight away because it managed yeah. to get me to over you to the next section so many times that's right and maybe it was designed that way you know there was a mechanic that i wanted to talk about that i actually forgot when i was writing my review of it Go on. um when you take jack's head off and you can put it down the little pipes Yes. So you you have like little puzzle solving areas where you play as Jack's plumpkin with like little tentacles plumpkin. underneath. Little plumpkin, and the the noise he makes when he runs like, like it's a proper like little. You basically the thing from John Carpenter, like the spider head. And I I thought that was really cool. I, I liked the the parts where you had to hit the bomb around the level and get it over the bridges and move the bomb up to get it to blow up dynamite. There's a few different sections of those. Yeah, so like, and they're all quite different. Aren't they? They're all very imaginative. Like, there's a music pattern one, isn't there? Yeah. So there's a music pattern one. There's a tombstone one. There's a few different ones. It's like a matching game, things yep. like that. Mm-hmm. I I found that each one of those I could have done with only doing once. I didn't need to do it two or three times. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When I did like the second... The second music one, I was like, okay, I get that they're using the mechanic. You know, it's it's nice to do like a matching thing. Uh, but the horse one, the, the second horse, no, the third horse one where you're chasing the cart. I thought that yeah. went on a little bit long. And I, and I did. Yeah. I, this is my own gripe. I just don't like that song. Diddling, 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 ding, ding, diddling, diddling. I just yeah, don't like that song. And music. I was like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this is driving me mad and it's going on for ages. This, this yeah. review sounds a little more negative than I'm... I hoped it was because I did enjoy this game. Like I didn't no, really like too. this game. Yeah. Uh, I will, will tidy that. I probably made, but it's very easy to the saying bad points, because if you're not saying anything good, there's still good points there. It's just much more difficult to highlight things that are good because it should be good by default. Yeah. There, there yeah, was one I point I did get where I was running through and I had a bit of a glitch with it where I think it was just a problem with optimization. Yeah. So I was doing the second part of the horse horse thing mm-hmm. and there was, or it's the third, I can't remember, second or third, but the the game dropped down to like 15 frames per second. Ooh, chunky. That Which made me slam into a wall and die. Okay. And then I did it again and it happened again in the exact same place. And I was like, you oh. son of a bitch. So something it wasn't, wasn't loading it, correctly. Either, either the background wasn't loading out from you, so it was keeping both loaded, so it was doubling it up, and it was chugging yeah. you. Yeah. But that's, it didn't bother me too much, because it only happened in that spot. I didn't have any other, which I'm amazed with, mm-hmm. I didn't have any other frame rate drops of 4K 
in yeah, that I game, mean, which is difficult for, for a lot of like, especially indie developers, yeah, having can, something that well done. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Considering how how much like environmental bloom and fog and lighting this game has to make it look absolutely amazing. Like it's in the Unreal Engine, isn't it? So it, it's got yeah. a lot of post-processing. Like, I mean, an it Unreal... like a Unity game to me. I was, you know what I, I mean? It's got that feel about it. Yeah, I'm just going to see which it was. I'm pretty sure it was Unreal. You're Unreal. Thanks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> see. Uh, yes, it wasn't real. I know. You, I know you're sure you're. You're probably amazed that I'm going to say something slightly negative, Harrison, because I Whoa. never do that. No, never. But I feel like it ground on me a little bit. There are always three re repetitive bits. Okay. So or two. So you've always got like here's the new mechanic or here's the new little mini game thing you got to do. Mm -hmm. And it, I feel like it should have been two instead of three of each. Because if the if you didn't yeah. like the first one, you've only got one more to sit through. Or if you did like the first one, you've got a little bit more in the second one. But three is always just a bit too much. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Because every time, like as soon as I did the horse loops. racing one, I was like, shit, I'm going to have to do this two more times. I don't like the horse bit. I really, not not through it being bad. It was fun, but yeah. I ju I'm just not a fan of that, like, that entire thing. Like the track like the, thing that like, you like, just yeah, dodging. I, mm -hmm. I don't like that. That's just me. I know other people will love that. I'm sure you enjoyed it. You just didn't like the song. <laughs> I just didn't enjoy it. Whereas yeah. I enjoyed the other bits. Like there's a racing part. There's That uh, was there's really good. I liked the, the, the little cart yeah. racing with the other soldiers. And you're it. like, wee, wee, wee. I'm like the little, um, what are they called? Like the train things that you push up and down. The hand carts. Hand carts, that's it, yeah. I, I love those bits. It was just that bit I wasn't I wasn't sold on and I knew that I'd have to do it two more times. I really didn't yeah. want to do it. No, I understand. I totally get you with that. Um, there was, yeah. There's some little solving issues that I think maybe if he makes an, another one of this, I would really like to see. Uh, yeah. rear its pumpkin head as it were but I know that he's actually working on other projects already because I, I follow him on Twitter wow he's already working on other stuff like shooting stuff like he's, he's really impressive he works really fast so I think it'd be really nice and I thought he definitely missed a trick I mean at least where I, I got up to maybe correct me if this happened happened to you later on in the game to have the option to take Jack's head off and explore as the pumpkin head it's not no is it not so that would be really cool you could you medieval too Yes, you can. Is it on the little hand? Little hands, yeah. That's right, yeah. That would be really cool to see. I would love to be able to explore like that. Maybe even to get the horse as Jack himself so you could ride around on your own. And Which is funny because after saying no games had the headless horseman in, this kind of is the headless horseman look that yeah. we're used to with the pumpkin head. That would be really nice to have that and the crow, you know, I think that'd be pretty sweet. So shall I tell you why I didn't get any further? Very quickly, I hmm. think there's mention in the game of Jack tricking the devil twice. Yes. I think this is based, like we were talking about with Ross, Yeah, um, this is about the original Stingy Jack, because he gets called oh, yeah. Stingy as well. He does. So he gets called Stingy by the ferryman. So I re read up a little bit on Stingy Jack. Right, no way. And one of, the, one of the things that he did, he was drinking with the devil. Right. And the devil was like, so Jack was like, right, why don't you turn yourself into a coin, metamor metamorphose yourself, <laughs> I'll pay with you, and then you can just leave. You know, genius. We don't have to pay the bill. Yeah, sweet. So the, devil, the devil's like... 
Solid idea, Jack. So Jack gets the coin, puts it in his pocket with a crucifix, and the devil's like, You bastard, I am stuck as a coin. <laughs> the devil's stuck as a coin in Jack's pocket. And then he's like, as he's livid, he is not happy. You livid. know the devil, he's yeah. pretty angry. He's a bit of a fiery boy. Like, Jack's like, give me 10 extra years of living. You can't kill me for 10 years. And he's like, fine. And then that's that's one of the tricks that Jack did. No way. He was like, I don't, why would the devil fall for that? Yeah. Right, he was obviously pretty devil, drunk. Yeah, the devil's just like, oh, I'll turn into a coin and pay the bill. Yeah, yeah. mate, love it. <laughs> he just gets trapped as a coin. What a moron. Surely the devil has infinite money anyway. He does, mate. If the devil was that thick, he deserves it. Yeah. Well, well fair keep play. your voice down. He might hear you. <laughs> you hear me, you horned prick. Are you going to uh, bring the devil down on our podcast? God. <laughs> it's all right. I'm gonna. You're gonna bleep all this anyway. So I am. It? Yeah. It's just gonna be loads of loads of. It's just gonna be <laughs> like a murder of crows, just like spiraling around in someone's ears. Look here, yeah. you shaped dick. Fucking oh, Jordan. <laughs> 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 if anything that brings me back on par to the amount of times you've got I think it does some. yeah it probably evens us out pretty nicely uh, right let me tell you why I didn't get any further so on, on the Skeletown level about halfway through I was I was playing I, play, I was playing with myself merrily along <laughs> and I ended up dying by falling in some water on when you're jumping between what was one of the last things I did pushed one of the mine carts with the bombs in and blew yes. up all the bridges which was really cool I like that I love the particle effect they had for the animations when it blew up it was really satisfying really nice and f something happened and it was with the platforming and I slipped off fell in the water and then the respawn point locked into the water so oh. every time I respawned, I respawned in the water and died instantly. That's not ideal. I'll be no. honest with you. So I kept dying over and over and I was like, what am I going to do? So I ended up going back to the level before the one with the fucking horse racing, the one with the horse racing <laughs> and had to play through the whole thing again. Do the boss again. The one with the fucking horse, right? The one with the horse race. Exactly. <laughs> Had to go through it all again, all three horse races, only to start the level again for the respawn point to be back in the water. Oh my God. Even from starting again. And it's just stuck there. So I, I can't go any further. It is completely glitched on me in Skeletown. So I ended up going into the, uh, the Pumpkin Jack Discord, the PJD, as we know it in the, oh, the wow. communities. And I found that I wasn't the only person to experience this on the Switch. Other people have had this glitch. You ever considered being better at the game, Harrison? Maybe, yeah. If I was better at platforming, <laughs> maybe I wouldn't be glitched, you know? <laughs> Fuck me, right? Just gonna go just gonna go into that Discord and be like, you're all shit. Yeah. <laughs> <Just leave. laughs> yeah, so, so uh, there you go. Uh, and there is a patch coming for it, which I thought was really funny. Helen pointing out there's a pumpkin patch coming for it, <laughs> which will be sorting out that. So that'll be coming soon. So when that does come, I will be completing the game because I want to finish it because I am really enjoying it, you know? I enjoy the yeah. world that the game's set in. So... So there you go. That is why I couldn't get any further. So, should we get into... How hot is that sauce? All right, final review section. How hot is that sauce? Give me a hot, hot. Hot, hot. Thank you. Is it going to leave a tingle on the tongue, a bead of sweat on those cheeks, or a fire in your belly? Let us tell you, is this game worth your money? Yes. Yes. 
There we go. There we, go. we got At a double yes. Yeah, nice. My stipulation, I think this was a great game to start at Halloween while we were all locked inside because we couldn't go out trick-or-treating. Even though I'm 29, I will trick-or-treat if I want to. I bought and so much chocolate and no one came around. <laughs> exactly. It was great. I bought it's... premium chocolate, like dairy milk. Really? Maltesers. Oh, yeah. Damn. I bought loads. And then I ate it. Because... Can I just ask, are you a madman like me who will fill his mouth full of Maltesers and then drink a cup of tea through it because it is so good? No, I'll tell you how I do eat Maltesers, I'll be tell honest. Me. What I do is I put it in my mouth, yeah? This yeah. is going to fucking... I put it in my mouth and I, I try and bite the chocolate away because uh -huh. the Maltesers, what's in the centre? Uh, like airy, crispy biscuit, isn't it? Yeah, so like when when you like... When that gets wet, it like disintegrates and it's it does. just sugar. Yeah. So like, I just let it melt in my mouth. Just let it melt in my mouth. Just let it melt in my mouth. I, if you recut that to sound like anything else. <laughs> that is getting clipped out. It's a one spicy boy. <laughs> yes. So yeah, like I said, it was great to play at Halloween and I, I felt really spooky playing it. The atmosphere was great. Really, really liked it. And I think that because we fall in the space of Nightmare Before Christmas territory, like, you know, yes. between October and December, this is the perfect game for anywhere in that fall. And you could probably play outside of that. I'm not saying you can only limit to play it just at that time. But like, if you know someone who is a gamer and they're a fan of Nightmare Before Christmas, I am sure without a doubt they would enjoy this game. A few people immediately came to mind for me yeah. when yeah. we were, when I was playing this. I was like, right, I know at least four people that would play the ever loving shit out of this you could have said crap and you said shit anyway <laughs> i knew exactly what i was doing with yeah that. i know i saw it on your face you're like i'm gonna get it with this <laughs> just every now and again i'm just gonna go like cock <laughs> but now it's just gonna be like Caw! in the background uh yeah so i think this game does wonders for the neo nostalgia gland that we've mentioned on so many episodes does it do it for you on mechanics, on tone, visuals, and what most would argue, most importantly, story? I was somewhat hyped for this, if I'm honest with you. I definitely had fun with it. The story mm -hmm. wasn't anything special, really, when you when you go back. Uh, and neither are the neither's the gameplay, but it makes it sound like that's a bad thing. It's not at all. Again, it's, no. it's the entire, like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Everything felt like it had a place. Nothing felt like it was just shoehorned in there. Yep. Everything felt like it was crafted with love. It was just a bit of like nice, dumb fun. Yeah, I didn't it have just to try did what it did. Like yeah. too hard. I was just, the only thing I'm mainly disappointed about is that it's a bit too easy. Like yeah. I wish there were difficulty settings, but that's it. That's, I'm fine with that. Aren't there any? I, di I didn't check. I didn't, I didn't look. I just played it on I what it started on. I don't think, I don't think there are difficulty settings. But no, if, I didn't see you any. Know, is what it is what it is. I'd I'd play through it again in a couple of months or something like that. I definitely yeah. really enjoyed it. I'd recommend it. I would definitely recommend it as well. Like, yeah, I just think the story was small in the terms of that it was a it was sort of succinct. And I think that it benefits it. It's like did you see this is like a, a weird comparison, but did you watch the first Deadpool film? Yes. So, you know, in that one, it's a very small story. Like, it's just about that little area of what happens. Like, it's not the Avengers where it's like a world ending massive thing with loads of fucking characters and stuff. Whereas, and what it did, it did really well because it was a small crafted thing. So you were following like a certain instance. So in this, like you're just Borat. following... Yeah, yeah. Borat same. 1 versus Borat 2. It's like, what's the first film about? The first Borat? Tell me. I bet you can't remember. I don't know. He's 
gone to do something. Can you not remember what it's actually about? No, I no. It's years I ago. When I saw it. The first Borat film is about Borat trying to marry Pamela Anderson. Yes, it is, because he tries to kidnap her. That is the entire plot for Borat 1. Yeah. Not that we're comparing Borat to Pumpkin Jack. No, but, but it's, it's the thing of having like a really small story to go off of. Yeah. Because you've not got too many rules to follow, you can exactly. do what you want with it. Yeah, and you can do it better because you can craft it more a more tightly knit, succinct story around the yeah. character that you're making. Go so as crazy as you want. As soon as you start adding all these external factors in, you start mm-hmm. limiting yourself to like, right, now we've got to think of rules for this. And, exactly, yeah. You know. it, it, yeah. It puts in a lot more effort to do it that way. So I think the, the small story was a massive benefit to the game. And I think it was yeah. really good for that. I enjoy, Like I said, I enjoyed the mechanics. Some of the platforming could have been improved a little bit, but... It might be my hardware, but I loved the world that it was in. I think it was great. And overall, I I don't know if I'd play through it again right away, but it was a good experience. And I enjoyed it up until it got glitched. I definitely did enjoy it. And like I said, yeah. definitely recommend it. And as a game that was made by a single developer and only ported by one other person that we said, I'm super impressed for that. And like we know when we spoke to Ben Hickling, who made Exo- well, is making Exodiac, Making a game is very difficult, especially when you're doing it on your own. So yeah. well done, like Nicholas, well done for it. I hope you get tons of recognition for this because doing it alone is no small task. Uh, I was going to ask what were the similarities between this and Medieval because I guess it's very inspired by it, right? The more I think about it, there's not much apart from it being a third person. There are monsters and stuff, mm-hmm. but you're actually on the bad guys team in this one. Yeah, you are. Whereas you're the good guy when you're playing as Sir Dan. Yeah. There's not really many, to be honest. It, it's just like you can change weapons and stuff like that, but everything's pretty streamlined in Pumpkin Jack. It feels more arcadey in a way. You know yeah, what I mean? it was more hack and slash, I thought. Yeah, but like sadly as well, I didn't notice a single medieval reference in the game. I didn't notice any that I would be South aware Park, of. Archer, Lord of the Rings, but they didn't have a small nod to Sir Dan. What were those references? There's a bit in a graveyard, which would have been a perfect place for Sir Dan, because he's a skeleton. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose you're right, yeah. Or the siege part, you could have had a skeleton with an arrow in its eye on the ground. Yeah, maybe, yeah. That might have happened, and I just yeah. don't remember it. Maybe you didn't see it. You'll have to, have to look <laughs> for it. Oh, I wanted to ask you, how many crow skulls did you find? Did you count them up? I didn't count them, no. I got all but one of the costumes. I got the all but the skeleton one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've got, I got 19 or 18 skulls on every level. I think it was one where I got 16, because there's 20 to get on each level, which are just like yeah. little glowing red skulls, aren't they? Crow skulls that are like Corbett collectibles. Skulls. Yeah, and you you buy different cosmetics with it, but it was nice finding did you them. Like find, a, did you find any of the gramophones? I did. I found one on He's every doing level. Little dance moves. Yeah, you got some sweet dance moves. Yeah, and they were different on each one, weren't they? Yes, I did like that. Yeah, that was a nice attention to detail. So we've got to rate this thing. We got to give this game a rating on the classic burrito rating scale. That is. Tell me the first that one. Is. Oh, sorry, mild. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? A bit more energy than that, Jordan. Come on. Mild. Tepedo. Hot. One spicy boy. And oh, oh God, God, send, send the Lord. The Lord. <laughs> that was awful. It was. It's fine. Fix it in post. So yes, <laughs> what did you think on that scale? What are you going to give it? I'm going to go 
for hot. So a three out of yes. five. I'm going to go for hot also. So this is one hot boy. So what we thought we'd do is to give our games a rating out of 10. We'll take both of our ratings out of five, add them together, and that will give our overall out of 10 rating. So if it's out of 10 and we both said five, it's going to be 10. <laughs> yes. yes, that's what I'm saying. So because we both said three, it's a six. So it's got room for improvement, but it's better than just halfway. Right, I see. Right, yeah. okay. It's a six out of 10. I messed up. Yeah, it's okay. Don't <laughs> worry. Six out of 10. Like, like we said earlier, it's very much of a kind of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of game. It yep. zigzags between gameplay styles we've seen thousands of times, but that itself isn't really that impressive. But the fact that everything's so cohesive yeah. and doesn't feel out mm -hmm. of place is really commendable. The boat rides, the horse races, the mine carts, and the hand trolley sections, nothing ever feels out of place or shoehorned in, yeah. which is so difficult to That's, do. Yeah, to have that many different game styles whilst keeping it working is really hard exactly. yeah and there's definitely jank in places but you can't go wrong with this game i don't think no, it's just no. if you just want a bit of fun go for it yeah it, it feels like a classic game that's the thing it feels like the games i played as a kid you know it it makes me think of banjo kazooie it makes me think of medieval for the ps1 it just it does something where when you're playing it you're a kid again Exactly. You know, it's not playing some ridiculously hard Sekiro or Modern Warfare. You know, it's nothing like that. You're not an adult getting annoyed and swearing other than when you fall off platforms and spawn in the water. But that's besides the point. <laughs> I like it because of what it does. So well done. Guys, play this game. If you like some spookiness, you will very much enjoy it. And that is everything. That is the episode I done. I <laughs> I couldn't hear the clap. So like on because of the noise gate, I just saw you put your hands together like you were praying. <laughs> real fast prey <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening we hope you enjoyed episode 86 of grief burrito i have been harrison wilde and i have been jordan shenton also you may not have noticed on podbean we have just surpassed 1000 followers on podbean alone we have i did see yeah that's crazy isn't it sorry, and we're still on the featured part sorry i'm doing my mustache it's all right twirl it I said treat yourself <laughs> i'm trying yeah, we're still Thank in the you. featured section for some reason. I don't know why. If you Fucking click on leisure, we're still at the top. We're so, we're so good. Just so damn sick. I think it's because just loads of people have been so following. Ill. Just ill. Yeah. I've got... It's straight ill in, son. Straight ill in. I'm <laughs> cholera down to the tits. Are we? Is that the episode done there? Yes. <laughs> no, I've just got to do the last <laughs> <one>. <laughs> So next week, we'll hopefully be having another amazing guest in the form of Kennedy Phillips, who is one of the wonderful sound designers of the momentous Has-Been Hotel and Hell of a Boss. I am super excited. As well as his- I as, love uh, both of those. Same. As well as his own project called Magus Elgar, which if you haven't listened to that yet, dude, listen to it. It's so funny. It's a hilarious wizard-based podcast adventure that may trigger Shart Select. I've listened to two today. And it's like, oh, wow. it's so well done because he's a sound designer. It's literally like every time they go into a different room, there's different reverbs for the places that they're in and they're all proper voice actors and it's, they've got proper narrator. Like it's, it's so good. Honestly, check it out. Magus Elgar is everywhere. I'm off work tomorrow, so I will. Yeah, do it, dude. 
so hopefully we'll be able to have him on. We're shuffling dates at the moment, so hopefully we'll be able to get him on for this weekend. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please hit follow, subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating in a few words and what you thought about the show, as it not only means the world to us, but it helps us expand our show to more listeners. And as I said at the start of this episode, if you want to win yourself a free copy of Cyberpunk 2077, head over to Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, which is Jordan. At Grief Burrito. Hell yes, it is. Absolutely everywhere. Which is Jordan. Which and is I was Jordan. like, it's no, I'm not. He's our social platform. Yes. <laughs> just got tattooed tweets all over me. Yeah, it's just every time we tweet one out, just carve it into Jordan's body. It's permanent. So yes, if you head over there and take part in the competition, all you've got to do is retweet the post for one entry with our new t-shirt design by Curtis Robinson, which is now live on our Teespring store, which you can find a link below. And anyone who purchases one of those will get three, Jordan, count them, one, two, three entries into the competition. So if you retweet the post and get a shirt, that is four entries in total with your chance to win a copy of Cyberpunk, which is awesome when it finally releases, but we believe it will release soon eventually hopefully eventually and if you want 90 percent off the rest of the games that you're looking to buy check out the link in the description as well and you can get a link up to cd to 90%. keys up to 90 percent yes, up to 90 percent. some <laughs> games have slightly less but most are pretty high which is good and that's it let's wrap this shit up and remember you subscribe bye